have to say, is this thing on every time? All right. So, thanks. I appreciate your holding. All right. So um, recently, some of you may have been aware we've had a patient. I'll try to be sufficiently vague for the medical minute, but we've had a patient with a recurrent jaw dislocation uh, at the TMJ, at the temporal mandibular joint. And so I just thought we'd talk a little bit, and we don't see it very often. And, and this patient in particular is a little bit unusual. We'll talk about that at the end. But basically, a patient with uh, uh, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, so a connective tissue disorder, often associated with uh, Mongolian acrobats. And, uh, you know, lo really loose joints. Uh, another connective tissue disorder that makes you prone to this is Marfan syndrome that we've all uh, often heard of. So this patient is a young patient, has had multiple dislocations of the jaw, where basically comes in with uh, jaw deviation, severe spasm of the muscles, can't open the jaw, has trismus. And then uh, what we did um, on a recent visit and on previous visits is basically sedate the patient with uh, pretty significant doses of propofol and Bursed, um, realign the jaw. And then in this instance, actually, uh, this is a patient that has a couple of brackets. So we actually wire the jaw shut for a couple of days. Uh, just like we'd send a shoulder dislocation home in a sling to allow those ligaments to tighten up. We sent the patient home with a jaw wired shut. Um, that's not something we typically do, but in the OR they have um, an arch bar kit and they have 25 gauge wire and they have uh, wire cutters that they sent down to us. So we were able to do that. So the patient went home happy with the jaw wired shut and will be enjoying Jamba Juice for the next couple of days. So just to talk a little bit about TMJ, we already said patients with Marfans or Ehlers-Danlos are prone to it. Uh, you can also get it from benign activities like eating, yawning, laughing, singing, kissing, vomiting, or dental treatment. Uh, I'm pretty sure pretty, pretty much everyone in this room is engaged in one or more of those activities today. Uh, and it can happen after trauma. Uh, there are a couple of different maneuvers. Uh, anyone know this, this patient that we've seen recently just needs sedation and the jaw slides back in. Anybody know what the maneuvers are for getting the, the jaw back in? So a couple of different approaches that I'll just describe briefly. Yeah, we'll, we'll use Aaron as a model here. One would be if she's standing with her jaw kind of in trismus would be, I put both thumbs kind of hook them over her canines with some gauze on both sides and a bite block in so she doesn't bite me after we're done and just pull down. That's the most common approach. Um, you can also do that maneuver from behind, kind of get behind the patient hook if you feel like you have better leverage in that, in that way. Uh, and then the other technique that's described that's uh, safest for the provider probably is you find a five or 10 gauge syringe, um, kind of shove it into their teeth back near the molars and then ask them to, to attempt to roll it around. And that's often enough to get the, uh, the jaw reduced. Um, the only other thing to mention about this, we don't see jaw dislocations very often, but we do on a rare occasion see a patient that comes in that has their jaw wired shut, and we need to be prepared uh, if we need an emergent airway to clip those wires and intubate the patient. So these are what the wire cutters look like. We have them back in the loose instruments that are in the cabinets over there. We should have them on the difficult airway cart, but I'm not sure if we do or not. So just look for this instrument if we ever have that situation. That's it. Thanks. Thank you.